Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, Segway, this is your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. This Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it could be, homies, when it's shooting, it's your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ EFN. And it's military motherfucking happy hour. Make some noise! I almost said military crazy raw radio. I almost messed up. You, you actually did, I say, did that. say that, right? Well, let me just tell you something. When we started this show, we wanted to big up people who are legends in this game and people who are groundbreakers. When we talk about this man right now, this man has broke the mold when it comes to being an entrepreneur. Rather than just lowering it to just drug dealing. He has took himself from nothing. I, I believe he started his operation from $300. And the man made close to a billion dollars in the 80s. God damn it, God damn it. The man has stood his time. He's still here doing what he got to do. Standing proud. You know, have his children. Uh, 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 stood his test of times. And was a part of the CIA Contra controversy. And he's still alive. Still uh, here to prove it. I was watching the documentary knowing, documentaries, knowing I'm going to see him today and still scared of this shit. Like, oh, I think they're going to kill him. <laughs> like, you know, I'm talking from back then. From back then. Like, you know, the shit that he's been through, like... If you don't know who we talking to, we talking about we talking about the legendary, the motherfucking monumental, Freeway Rick motherfucker. Now one of the one of the one of the craziest things that um, when I, Mr. Lee, can you pop the champagne? Yeah. Uh, please don't make it sound like a gunshot. There's a lot of gangsters in here. We don't like it. We don't like that. Um, we on edge right now. So one one of the crazy things was you wasn't born in South Central. Nah. You were actually born in Texas, but it was, it was five years old. We moved about four, four okay. years, maybe right, right, right before five. Okay, because you know why it was funny? Because your demeanor would sometimes, when I see you and I look at you, you remind me of uh, uh, Little Jay. And that's why I thought maybe like, you know, like just a demeanor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's my man. Oh, okay, you okay. Know, we, we come from the same era. Mm-hmm. You know, he's from Houston. I'm from Tyler. Right, right, you know. right. Right, so, so, goddamn, I don't know where to start. I told you, goddamn. <laughs> well, so, first off, I don't know if you know, but in Drink Champs, this is a place where we big up our legends. We want to give them their flowers now. So many people, when people pass away, they want to say how great they were. And, you know, the, the obituary and the people the people get up there and say how holier than thou and how much it's this guy would have changed. It's too late at this point. We want to give people their flowers now. You yeah, understand what I'm saying? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. One of the it. craziest things in the world, I know we've got Dominican here. But I had always thought a Dominican invented crack. 
That's, that's the footlock game, Washington Heights, right? That's the footlock game. It's just a New York story. It's the New York side of the story. Is they gave me. They, they got the Wild Cowboys, right? The Wild Cowboys. Right. No, no, no. But you know what? After your story comes out, then the story is fixed. But I always had grew up thinking that a Dominican kid from Washington Heights was playing with cocaine and just invented crack. I, I, can you tell me my childhood's fucked up? Because <laughs> I was wrong. You can tell me. Right to my face. You can tell me. You can't give him a glass? Yeah. Let's take it from there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I didn't invent crack. Right. Okay. What I'm uh, uh, um, credit for is being the first crack millionaire. Mm. Now, when I started, there was guys in the street that was already cooking it up. Very few, though. Right. Uh, um, I got it from them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And was it base first? Because base was like what they it was. Put, free like, basing. That's aluminum foil, basin. right? No, oh. free basing was, it was a real complicated. This whole table would be full of chemicals. When I first started, oh, wow. it was real complicated. Wow. Uh, ether, that's what Richard Pryor got burned up. Oh, yeah. That's Remember right, Richard that's Pryor right, got burned yeah. up? He was ether that's basing. Right. It was mad flammable. It was flammable, yeah. a lot of hazardous equipment, and then. Uh, one day, one of the homies came and he said, "Man, mm-hmm. it's better when you use baking soda." Mm-hmm. And um, this sounds healthier for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's really how. Uh, that's really how we uh, got the recipe. Right now, who invented it? I don't mm-hmm. really know. You know the story, Ben. Mm-hmm. So now, when I'm watching, uh, what was it? Cracks in the system. That's my documentary. Yeah, and I'm watching it. I forget who said. I don't forget if it was the CIA. Or uh, CIA guy, or was um, the, the 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 newspaper guy, and he said that when he when he further looked at it, it really wasn't like it was racism. It wasn't really it was like they was just trying to kill black. They were trying to um, get whoever bought it was Michael Levine, okay, DA um, agent okay. who worked over in Colombia, Peru, uh-huh. uh um, and he was based out of New York, right? So uh, that's who that was, and he said that he's one of the first ones to see it. Uh, even before it got to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time... It, it was, it was in Bogota, it correct? Was, yeah, it was Pace. Okay, yeah. Uh, and he knew that once it got over here that it was going to have a devastating effect. Right. But he didn't know where it was going to have a devastating effect. Because what he's trying to say is like, you're saying it, it was more political Yeah, because I had, always, I had always I had always heard... Right? Like Iran-Contra I, I, stuff. I, I, again, nobody I, really know about the racist thing right. that, that, that happened. I mean, it's hard to say. You right. know, did the government deliberately put it in the community right. for blacks? Right. Uh, 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 they obviously they knew that it was affecting certain neighborhoods at some point and let it keep going. Well, I had always heard, um, me growing up, thank you, I had always heard me growing up that it was actually invented for the Black Panthers. For to, them? To, 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 de- to destroy them. Like, like you know, get a couple of people. Uh, again, I'm getting the East Coast. I'm right, 41 right, right. years old, so I'm, I'm, I'm a lot, you know what I mean, younger than what is happening, but I'm old enough to almost understand. So that's what I used to hear. Well, but, well, well one of the things, you know, the black leaders always said that uh-huh. the government was bringing drugs into the country. Right. Which you is know, facts. Uh, um, so, Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X... Not them bringing drugs. No, no, they always said that it was a government that was bringing it in. They called conspiracies. I thought you were about to say, nigga, what? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Elijah was slinging things? No, no. Ultimately, they were right. Right. Exactly. I mean, what what wound up happening with with my situation is that it it brought all of this forefront to the future, Mm -hmm. and they had actual evidence for the first time uh, where they could tie a government operative directly with a street dude. Right. Now, when you were doing it, did you know the level you were at? 
Because you're the first one. So, so like, you are black Pablo Escobar. So, how, how like... Well, well, you know, you got, you got to look at it like this here. No? I was 19 when I started. Damn. Uh, couldn't read, couldn't write, didn't watch the news. Uh, all I saw what the big homies was trying to do, and I saw where they was making their mistakes. Uh, I went in and corrected their mistakes and made basically my own formula of, of getting down. I had no clue about the war in Nicaragua, right. where my man was. I mean, I wouldn't ask my man, where you live? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just right. something you just don't do that in the game. You right. know, like, if he wants you to know where he lives, he gonna take you to his house. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If he don't want you over his house around his wife and yeah, his right. kids, you don't go around his wife and kids. That's just how the game was. Right. So uh, I never really questioned how the whole thing was 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 lined up. Now he had mentioned to me before, uh, oh, we fighting a war in my country. Right. And, and we got to win to get our property, our land back. Right. So I understood that because I was but, fighting for my land. But when you think, when you th- he's saying that, you thinking, you're not thinking soldiers and military, you're thinking, no. like, you're thinking Bloods and Crips, right? Yeah. Like, yeah I, that's what I, I would think. Right. That's what I was thinking. Right, right. And he's exactly. Nicaraguan, right? He's Nicaraguan. So he's dealing with the Sandinistas and all that stuff. Like, Correct. He's in the Contras, dealing with he's the Contras. He's the Contras. Right, right. Fighting against the Sandinistas. Right, right. I don't know nothing about the Sandinistas. You right. know now, I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Back then, you didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, right. yeah Nobody back. knew. It was all covert shit going on. It was, but it was people in the country that knew that there was a war going on in Nicaragua, that America was fighting this war, and uh, that uh, uh, the Contras had lost the war, basically, right. and they had to be pushed into the U.S. Right. Uh, they also knew that these guys still wanted to win this war and that these guys had started selling drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, the CIA admitted that in their report mm-hmm. that... Um, Eventually, they became aware that these guys weren't just fighting a war over there with the money that they had got from the government, but they had took this money. Uh, my informant, who was also my drug supplier, when he testified... Blando, what's his name? Blando. Blando. But you didn't know any of that, that he was any of that government-wise? You oh, no, 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 no. I thought... The, I mean, you know, when, when you're growing up in South Central, we have a dislike for the police. Right. You know, I, I mean... I done sit on the curb when I was 14, 15 years old. You know, get on the curb, sit down, don't move, put your bike right there. You know, uh, 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 all y'all, sit on the curb. Don't nobody move, we gonna run everybody. We gonna make sure these bikes ain't stolen. So we already had a dislike for the police, a distrust for the police. So uh, uh, it was no way that we would have been informed that this operation was going on. You know, this had to be something where you was politically... uh, Connected to really yeah. being the loop on this, and like one of the first times the police chased you, they shot at you. Like a it few times, it, it wasn't like put your hands up. It was like let's kill them. No, a few times. Well, you know, you know. Um, God bless. I got so big, mm-hmm. and I was able to outmaneuver the cops. Mm-hmm. You know, they couldn't figure out why they couldn't catch me with no drugs. You know, why would they would raid my houses, and it would never be drugs in my mm-hmm. houses. So they got mad. You could you could have lived with Instagram, boy. Instagram <laughs> oh, no. would have killed you back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, Instagram. <laughs> these cameras, <laughs> these cameras. Oh my goodness! Yeah, my, my, my bad, my bad. Just thinking, I'm just thinking. No, no, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Because back then we we could hide more. You know, they nobody, really didn't know how you. Nobody look. knew how you look. Right. They don't know how you dress. You know, they looking for this guy driving around. You did, and, and you didn't have a police record back then. 
No, I didn't oh. have a record. Okay, continue. This is crazy. So, <laughs> they, they didn't know. All they knew was Freeway Rick. Right. You know, they don't know my full name. They don't know my address. They don't know who my girlfriend is. They don't know really nothing about me. Only thing that they know, the, the first time that, that, that I got tipped about them, about this, this task force, is uh, my gardener had, 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 had came in the house one day, and he was like, man, uh... Hold on, let's make some noise if you're having a gardener back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is just getting gardeners in the 90s right now. I mean, in the 2000s. Go ahead. The task force is not DEA. It's prior to DEA, right? They're prior to DEA. Right. They, okay. they just, what they did with the task force is City Hall had a meeting, and they said that people in the neighborhood kept bragging about this young guy, Freeway Rick, who's having all this money. So what City Council did is they had a meeting, and they took five of the toughest police stations in Los Angeles and put them together. And they called them the Freeway Task Force. These cops' job was to bring me down. Uh, Along the way, they started stealing money, robbing people, uh, forging search warrants. I mean, they was some of the biggest crooks that you ever want to see. So, um, my gardener was the first one to tip me off to the Freeway Task Force. I didn't know nothing about them. So, he tipped me off and... uh, that started a whole nother... Uh, but what did he say? He seen police coming around or something? No, he, had, he bought me a newspaper article. Oh, what the fuck? It was in the newspaper. The city council had had this meeting, and, and so I didn't read the newspaper. Right. So I wouldn't have never caught it, but he right. brought it to my attention that it was in the newspaper, and they had one of my houses wow. inside the paper where uh, this informant that they had caught right. was talking about my house was protected by the police. He said that every time he came over to rob the house, that it's always police in the area wow. to protect the house. Now, I never saw that. Right. You know. And you didn't know. They, they're scheming on you. They're they, watching they, you. They're watching right. you, not protecting you. Right. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So, uh, that was my first time becoming aware of them. They mm-hmm. had never raided none of my houses mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. I had no, no police contact. I mean, we was like just running free and wild. You know, we, mm-hmm. at this particular house, this is where I raised cars. We, we didn't even have dope at that house. Right. That was like our house where we kept our race cars. You know, we had top fuel cars and, right. and, and uh, pro stock race cars and, and bikes. And on the side, it was on the side of the freeway, like we always stayed. You know, that's where I got the name from. Right. Um, that was like our drag strip. So we just clowned and partied and, you know, had mad sound equipment and barbecuing every day. And right. people would just be coming in and Crips and Bloods and, you know, more like a meeting spot. No right. no dope wouldn't be there. Like if they raided the house, you ain't going to find no dope. Right. Uh, but we found out that they were watching that house. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was the first time that we became aware of the freeway task force. Now, not only you were like, um, you were like the first person that, at least back then, because we thought the Bloods and Crips were really killing each other. Like we thought that they couldn't be in the same vicinity. It was a, I, was, I remember that's the first time I heard that there was a guy that dealt with the Bloods and the Crips. Yeah, well, you know, what, what happened is, is what I found out and a lot of my guys find out that uh, when it came to money, guys would put their differences down. Mm. You know, it's, mm. it's very rarely that that, that happened, but mm. uh, it started to be where Crips were selling on Blood Streets and Bloods were selling on Crip Streets, where, where they were more cooperation than, 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 than the world knew about. Wow. Um, and it was just about making money. You know, when you're making money, you're having fun. Right. Don't nobody want no killing and no shooting because it's right. going to bring the cops in. So um, that was the first time that... Uh, that I had seen since the beginning, uh, mm. 
I remember when the Bloods and Crips used to play football against each other. It was like what? this <laughs> neighborhood against that neighborhood, and they would come. And uh, one day we were at the beach. We rode our bikes to the beach, and when we got back, Manhattan Beach. Uh, Pay the Ray. Okay, okay. Pay the Ray is the one right by the house. Okay, uh, the cool. closest to the house, about okay. five miles. Okay, from where we grew up. So when we got back, we see the tape all taped off, and the police is there. Well, one of the Crips had killed one of the main bloods. Wow. And that started the first clash uh, 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 in our area, which the Crips started in our area. I, I thought uh, Raymond Washington was over uh, um, a jacket or something. That was something that happened prior to that? Uh, uh, at the Palladium or something? That may have been later on, okay. down the line. Oh, after, okay. Yeah, this was oh. after. Uh, this was like when, when the Crips had first oh, wow. organized. Like the 70s? Wow. Yeah, this was 70, maybe like 78, 79-ish, something like that there. Um, but but how did you avoid um, like being able to deal with both? Well, when I was young, I wanted to be a Crip. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I mean, I was diehard on being a Crip, uh, but my mom was one of them ones that you know, you don't play with my mom, but right. she didn't. She didn't whoop you. Right. She beat you. you know? right. <laughs> <laughs> My mom take the telephone card, the because she didn't whoop the belt. Right, right, right. A belt or a switch. Right. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Right. You're going to break that belt. Mm-hmm. You're going to break that switch. Mm-hmm. So my mom would get the stension card. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you went to school the next day, you had whip marks on you hiding them. Right. You don't want nobody to see them because you don't know how you got whooped. <laughs> so moms wasn't having it. Right. Um, so when I got 12, I started playing tennis. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, and that, did you actually meet Arthur Ash? I did, I did. Arthur Ash came down to our school, uh, our high school. I was I was good enough to go to one of the best black tennis teams, right. uh, high school tennis teams in, in, in L.A. Wow. And uh, Arthur Ash came out and gave everybody on the team awards and, and played with like four of the top guys. Uh, but yeah, I did get to meet Ash one time. Uh, I would think neighborhood kids were trying to take your rackets from you or something. Nah, nah, they don't want no tennis rackets. Yeah, they don't want no no Venus and Serena. What nobody would have to ask. Now, you said you lived on Figueroa, right? Now, Figueroa, that's LA. Oh, that's the Bay. Because that was a part of. No, Figueroa is South Central LA. South Central, okay, all right, cool. I always thought. Figueroa is where where the prostitutes were. Okay, all right. I always thought that. For some reason, reading Donald Goins' books. Oh, forget what author I read. Figueroa, I always thought was in the Bay Area when no, I was no, in jail. No, no, no. Figueroa Sorry. is one of the main uh, uh, throughways in Los Angeles. It's like right. maybe the second or third okay. biggest street okay. in in LA. And then Figueroa runs side by side with the 110 freeway. Okay. They 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 separate each other. And my house set right in between Figueroa and the 110 freeway. Oh, so that's where freeway. That's where freeway uh, came uh, uh, in. There. Now, did you um? Uh, hold on, before I get to the rap shit, I'm about to go to the rap. Let's just stay off the drug shit, alright? There's so much to talk about. So much to talk. You got something to eat? Because I'm going in my notes. No, yeah. I mean, it, it goes beyond drug shit. Right. Did you helped Denzel Washington. No, that was, that was Harry O. Oh, Harry O. Michael Harry Harris. Yeah. Michael Harris did that. Uh, you did Anita Baker. But you were, I did Anita uh, Baker. Anita but you Baker. wasn't a part of none of that? You didn't help I mean, me and Harry, was, we, was, we was cool. You know, we, right. we was partners, but uh, uh, I wasn't a part of him with his, with his play Checkmate. Oh, okay. we were We were kind of like, almost like, uh, kind of like rivals, but not really rivals, you right. know what I'm saying? Because right. uh, um, he claimed uh, a set, actually, right, Harry O? He was blood, I think. He Last grew show. up with the bloods, but then he, you know, he ran with the '60s too. Oh, 
Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when 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 you become a certain status in the, in the game, you have to transcend past that gang banging. Mm. Right. You know what hood yeah. you from, what set mm. you from. Uh, uh, even like with me, I didn't gang bang, but my neighborhood is Hoover, wow. and everybody considers me even in jail the Hoovers right. told everybody I was Hoover right. even though I said no I ain't Hoover they, they still say no you Hoover right. so uh, <laughs> escape it. you from the hood that's you, you it's still up. hard to transcend that but I still dealt with the 60s which was Hoover's number one enemy uh, that's my next question how, how did you, I think you think you were saying that well, well you know you, you just have to be bigger than, than than the situation and and a lot of times you have to make up your own mind like me and Big U you know we right. me and Big U like this Big up Big U we got to um, get get him and his gang oh y'all gonna bring Big, Big U yeah, in? yeah yeah no problem yeah yeah that's my man Big U mm-hmm. doing some big things out there too you know yes. uh, uh, but me and Big U been partners uh, right. uh, PD Wack right. who, who's I don't know how much time Wack doing right now he might be doing about 40 years God bless. Uh, uh, but he's one of the founders of, of, of the 60s and wow. we've always been cool so right. I was able to transcend the neighborhood politics. You know, I didn't allow the politics to dictate which direction I was going you, in. You know why you're a strong-minded person? Because me being from the East Coast and not seeing the blood and not seeing the crib, when I seen it on television, I automatically was gravitated towards that life. Like, I automatically wanted to study it. I automatically wanted to be a part of it. So for you being involved and being able to say, you know what, I'm going to be, that's probably like the most disciplined plenary type of shit I've ever heard. You know well, what I'm saying? Cause, and, and you know, us as blacks, we right. don't have much that we can be a part of. Right. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. when, when I was coming up to see the, the, the camaraderie uh, with the Crips and the Bloods, you know, I knew Big Puddin' too, the founder mm-hmm. of the Bloods. That was my man. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Big Puddin', uh, okay. uh, matter of fact, right before he died, I was trying to get Big Puddin' to write a book. Wow. Uh, I was still locked up. Yeah, I right. talked to you too, I believe, when right. I was locked up. I don't know yeah, if you I, remember. I, 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 um, as soon as you got, you had just got out of prison. Um, um, Windy but, Day. But, uh, Windy Day, okay, okay. Windy Day I thought I was on the phone. I thought I talked to you through, um, uh, what's my homeboy from the jungles? Uh, Oh, yeah, T-Rod. I yeah. thought I spoke to you to him. Wendy, I think Wendy yeah, put it. Wendy, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah. she was telling me about when you was getting out. Yeah, yeah. You know Wendy, uh, yeah. you, you know Wendy Day? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, 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 of yeah, course. Yeah, Wendy, 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 Criminal spree. Yeah, that's the words that got me out. I, I still don't understand. <laughs> like, like you said that. The difference. Like, yeah, you don't no. understand the difference between okay a, a career criminal okay and a continuous criminal spree. Mm. A career criminal is somebody who commits a crime, uh-huh. go to jail, and then does it again. Get out and then do it again. A continuous criminal spree uh-huh. is meaning that you committing crime over and 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 over, but you haven't been arrested. So it's a continuous criminal spree. Damn, I don't know the difference. One time. Neither of them sounds good. Okay, so one means so so continuous spree means you're doing doing it without getting caught. Right. Yeah. So uninterrupted. Okay. That's a spree. So, so 
That's how you beat your case because they said that you had the three strike law. Right. Because they used that as they said that my case was a three strike. I was a three striker. Right. Even though I'd only been to jail one time. Wow. So. I figured out that what I was doing was a continuous criminal spree, even though it was in different states. Mm-hmm. See, they thought because I was selling dope in Texas and Cincinnati and Louisiana mm-hmm. and St. Louis, mm-hmm. that all of those was different arrests. Right. But what I tried to have to get them to understand is that it was a continuous criminal spree that was uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. And in order to be a career criminal, you have to be cool. brought to your senses. Right. See, you're not a continuous uh, 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 a career criminal if you're not brought to your senses. If nobody ever <laughs> sits you down and spank you. This is you defending yourself. Yeah, this is a fact. Yeah, I mean, I got my public defender. You know, he's working with me, and and, and he's writing everything up. But this is you reading yourself. You read it. But I still can't. Write that well, you know. I couldn't right. write the briefs and none right. of that, but I know what I want in my brief. Right, you right. know. I, I so read. You, so you read. Okay, 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 please. I read enough books to know what the right. brief's supposed to say. Right. And 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 uh, like I said, I was I was in them books all day. I, I started to. So when you came across those words, you understood those words immediately. Absolutely, absolutely. Because like I get what you're saying, but it's still complicated. Like what you're saying right oh, now. Oh no, question. The judge yeah. didn't understand it. Wow. She oh, didn't understand damn, you it. Understand <laughs> The judge didn't understand it. My prosecutor, my lawyer didn't. I paid that dude a lot of money. The dude who who did my appeal, the dude who did my appeal wasn't in love. The judge, the lawyer who went to trial with me. Wow. My trial lawyer said, hey, man, that little money you got left? Yeah. Put it on your books. Right. Keep that. Because you're going to need it. Right. You got a lot of time to do. Right, right. Life is a fact. I had to go with another dude who hadn't even talked to me. You know right. what I'm saying before. So I had to get him to understand what I was saying too because he didn't really understand it either. They was all more concerned about crossing state lines. So you're saying if you would have got caught twice, then they could have proved that you was a, a I would have been a career criminal. If you would have convicted twice, you could have you got caught right more than twice, but convicted. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's and I've been smooth. convicted twice. Well, okay. But it was the same criminal spree. I went to Texas and I said, I'm guilty. Right. I went to Cincinnati, I'm guilty. Right. Saint, uh, Louisiana, I'm guilty. Right. But it was still the same. I never got out of handcuffs. Right. See, they took me from one state to the next state to the next state. I was never out of handcuffs. I was always like this here, everywhere right. I went. It wasn't right. like I got out and I'm free right. and then I started slanging again and got right. caught. It was right. like, oh no, you've been in this state, this state, then we all been looking for you. So when right. they got me, everybody wanted a piece of me. Wow. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother or, in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. 
Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So let me let me ask you something. It's a little off subject, but it's on subject, right? How come every movie or every every like ending to something always says, this is the last one? Like, this is the last. And when I'm watching your documentary, you're saying you're out. You came home. You built a community center. It was, you did. It's hard, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard not to go back, you know, to yeah. the well, you know, whenever things get tough. Right. And uh, uh, you have a tendency to go back to... Your habits, you know, like right. a person who stopped right. trying to stop smoking cigarettes right. and his right. wife start acting up, he pick up a cigarette. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Something go wrong, he pick up a cigarette. Facts. So with me, my crutch had become selling cocaine. Cocaine mm-hmm. made everything better for me. Mm-hmm. No matter what was going on, right. I could go sell some cocaine right. and it get a little better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, acting up, I go make some money right. and get kept out. Right. Right. Now she feel good. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, so, so we have a tendency to go back to to, to our crutches. And, right. and cocaine had become for me a crutch because one of my, I, I, we were so poor. Right. right. Let me tell you, I was in, the first time when I got to jail, I ran across a dude I went to junior high school with, right? And uh, when we run into each other, we're like, man, you Joseph Petrie. And he's like, yeah, Rick, man. He's like, man, I heard about you, but I didn't believe it. Right. I was like, what you mean? He said, man, I couldn't believe you made that kind of money. Right. I said, why not? He said, man, you was the poorest dude in the neighborhood. Mm. He said, I remember when you used to take tennis shoes, tennis balls to your tennis shoes to keep your feet from being on the ground. And you and your brothers used to change pants. <laughs> so y'all didn't wear the same pants every day. We all knew y'all was wearing each other's pants. <laughs> so so to, to, to come from there, to wind up where I wound up, mm. money had become my escape. Mm. You know, that was like everything that I wanted. I didn't want nothing else. Right. I wanted to, to, to fix my mama floors. Right. I wanted to put windows in her house. I wanted right. a new carpet in her house. I wanted to have a new kitchen right. uh, to do the things that I felt would make her life the way I thought it should be. You know, this is my mama. Right. This is how she should be living. And uh, that was my goal. And then nothing else really mattered. Right. And um, let's make some noise for that, goddamn. Hey. 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 Oh, that's real shit. That's real shit. Like, you know, uh, no, 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 I'm going to do a little bit more and then I'm going to come back to that. I got so much shit going on in my head. Take but, your time. Take yeah, your yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I got so much shit going on. <laughs> you know, you're, you're a very interesting guy. Like, and, and, and the thing about it it's is... It's getting more interesting, and, though. And the thing about it is this. <laughs> a lot of people would have been in your position and came home and, and did it again. Well, you know, I mean, I did it that second time. You know, I did the food that second time. W- were you as famous that second time? Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, or... In the streets I was. Okay. Like the dope boys knew me. Yeah. It's, it's it's almost like right now, you know, right. like like. Uh, now you TMZ famous. Don't fuck around, nigga. Don't fuck around. Nigga. But it's they still, it's still, <laughs> it's still what, what I what I know about my my famousness because I right. study. Right. I study everything that I do. I I, right. I study. Right. Um, the people who like me 
usually dope boys first. <laughs> of course. Next hustlers, your hero, then yeah. athletes. Yeah. So it's really a male base of guys who are trying to get money or who like money. Right. Either one. Both of those are really the same. You can't right. separate the two. Right. That's my fan base. Right. Yeah. Those are the people who, right. who 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 bought my book. You know, right. like it was guys in the street bought my books and man, I can't even read, Rick. But right. fuck it. That's respect. You know, I learned so much from you from the videos and when yeah. you went to trial yeah. and I use that shit right now. So. So uh, uh, um, I understand right. who support me right. and who 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 like me. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. And I also know that those are motherfuckers who run the streets. Right. You know what I'm saying. That's right. why I can feel comfortable by going to any city in right. this country and don't have no problems because right. the dudes who run them streets right. fuck with me. Right. Well, you was you was the, the literally the first cocaine. Kingpin in America. Crack Kingpin. Crack Kingpin. Crack okay, Kingpin. Okay, let's do That's this. That's a whole different era. <laughs> well, I mean, because, you know, we got we got young Escobar here. We're going to bring him in a, in a bit. Um, um, but have you ever, have you ever like, ran into, uh, other than the, the Nicaraguans, have you ever met, like, uh, Colombians or, like, anybody other than that level? Because I imagine your name had to be ringing bells with all the cartels. I mean, you know, I used to come down here. Like, wow. You okay. know, with the Nicaraguans. This is where they used to have their meetings at with, uh, wow. uh, this is where the Colombians and the Nicaraguans used to meet, right here in Miami. Wow. I was coming to Miami, like, 81, 82. Right. You know, uh, uh, they would make me come in and come to the meetings and, and sit down and right. tell them what we could do, you know, how many keys we could move. Uh, I remember the first time I came down here, man. And, and it's in the book too. It, and uh, and they had me. I brought all my money down here. I brought like six hundred thousand, six hundred fifty thousand. That was every dime I had. On the plane? Yeah, we flew in on the plane. God damn it! Let's boys. make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. We flew in on the planes. We went to. Uh, I think we went to. Uh, Don't tell me I went to Tootsie's with that six hundred. No, we went to Jackson. <laughs> We went to Jackson. Tussie's Jackson? Because we didn't want to come into Miami. You know, we, oh, Miami oh, oh, Jackson, Jacksonville. Yeah, we went okay. to Jackson. Okay. And we, we took a rental car. And y'all car. drove down with it? We drove down. <clears throat> so we do the deal. Buy the dope. And when we finished doing the deal, we had $1,500. No right. car. Right. No plane tickets. Right. And no money at home. Right. So we sit in a hotel room with 20 bricks. And we're like, how are we going to get this shit on? Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> this is $600,000 more <laughs> Hey, and no driver's license. He driver's license. So we buy, we buy a, uh, we buy a suburban. Uh-huh. We buy an old suburban. I think we paid like twelve hundred dollars for it, man. Right. And uh, we rolling back. We Got stop you. in Georgia. We rest in Georgia. Wait, you driving this cross country? Yeah, we drove all the way back to LA. Wow. Hey, listen, I blow the motherfucking car up in Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, I'm fighting the diesel truck. It's raining like a motherfucker, right? But we finna be rich. We get this shit back to LA. We finna be rich. Right. So uh we rolling, it's about eleven o'clock at night. My boys asleep. I hear them, I said, man, the truck ticking. Right. They said, what? We told you don't drive this motherfucker too fast. I'm trying to get home. Right. So uh the mother was just like, and this blew up right, right on the side of the highway. So we with twenty over. bricks in there. Yeah, we okay. pull over. We grab the bricks out the back, the suitcase, uh-huh. throw them in some bushes. Uh-huh. Call the tow truck to come get us. Tow truck come get us. Now we in Tennessee. We got like three hundred fifty dollars. Right. No driver license. Right. No more money. Right. And nobody to call. So uh, but twenty bricks. Twenty bricks. Let's so the tow clear. truck, the tow truck right. take us. 
With the 20 bricks. With the 20 Let's bricks. Because we throw the bricks back in the car once the tow truck hook up. <laughs> <laughs> we finna roll. So, uh, <laughs> so he take us to a junkyard. Old white dude. Man, i never forget this dude. Dude, coolest motherfucker in the world, man. I love that dude. I wouldn't have made it without him, man. That, that favor he did for us uh, helped us out a lot. So we there. He's like, man... There's something funny about you dudes, man. Ain't none of y'all got driver license. Y'all can't get a rental car. What's going on with y'all? So we got the bricks in the back of the car that broke down. So uh, he said, you know what? You see that old truck over there? It was a little, small Ford U-Haul truck. The little, little bitty one. And he said, uh, y'all give me $300 and uh, y'all can take it. Man, we took that. We got to uh, Vegas. We drove it all the way across country. My boys was big too, man. Al is about six two, so his legs is all over. And we sticking. It was a stick shift, so we hitting each other. But uh, we got to Vegas, man, and the boys came and picked us up, and we was like, man, we on. So we we took that, and that was our first time hitting a million dollars after we dumped that. Now let me ask you something: Was the cocaine cheaper in Miami? Or at that time, it was. That's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Because because that's what we always. Hurry, like uh, it, it, it always comes. It cheaper. wasn't cheap though. Back then, it was like forty-five thousand a kilo. But in LA, it was like two hundred. Yeah, it was cheaper for that time period. I just because I'm from New York, so I need to know how much it was in New York. <laughs> Man, we wasn't even going to New York. You weren't even fucking with us. We weren't even going to New York then. Jesus, we, we didn't start going to New York till like '85, '86. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> so everybody from Miami is balling. Yeah, and Miami was, Miami was a place, you know, that wow. was the port of entry. It was a port of entry yeah. at that time. You know, the, wow. the Columbians was coming here. That was before the Columbians started coming to L.A. Mm. You know, once they found out that L.A. was a bigger market, I guess, right. then they started pouring in L.A. And uh, that's when the price, you know, the price war started. Because right. like I said, when we first, first kilo we bought, we paid like 45 47 for it. But wow. ounces, you know, we used to pay 33 47000 Forty-seven thousand okay. for a kilo, but ounces right. we used to pay. The first ounce I bought, I paid thirty-two, thirty-two hundred, thirty-two hundred for an ounce of cocaine. Jesus. And so I had to break it down. That was and make, gold. And make like nine thousand mm. off of one ounce. Oh. What's my man? You said you gave him. Um, he 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 read up with you eight eighteen hundred. You gave him two ounces and he sold it out. And that, that. what's his name? Oh, uh, he's a coach now. Uh, you talking about Coach Ward? Yeah. Or, or you talking about Hancho? Uh, no, Probably, no, no. I think you're talking about Hancho. No, well, he said he sold it out the same day. Oh, you're talking about Coach Ward. Yeah. Coach Ward. Coach yeah. Ward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Coach was a, um, he was a little football player, you know, right. and, and those are the kind of guys I used to look for. You know, I should look for, for dudes right. that was disciplined. Uh, hit me up. Yeah, I got you. I'm coming for you right now, man. <laughs> look at that. Perfect. You know, it's my birthday. We're going to celebrate. It's your birthday. Birthday. We really, we really it's all good. I don't really celebrate that shit yeah. no way though, but okay, you're you know, fucking you know, yeah, 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 because yeah, I, I yeah, noticed yeah. that about I tried, the other two, brother. I tried to implement that, right. but you know, dudes don't listen. Right. You know, they, they'd rather be high and have money. Yeah, yeah. Some that's, more my, money. that's my next book. Some <laughs> rather be high and have money. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever fuck around? Did you ever try? I tried it for about a week, maybe two oh, weeks, man. A week? I, now, what did you try? You tried coke? Coke. Or 
Oh, okay. I went hard. Because coke, listen, in <laughs> all, all realness, back then, cocaine was looked at like the rich man's drug. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't getting, I wasn't using it because, well, I was too. But, but let me say this here. Right. How the reason I didn't use, because when I first got involved, the big homies all told me, like, if you don't get high, you're going to get rich, little motherfucker. Because right. I was, like, considered young. I was 19, right. but I was, like, young for the dudes who was involved. Mm. With, 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 with coke at that time uh, I mean a gram was $300 So the only motherfuckers could afford it Was like right. pimps, lawyers, doctors So motherfuckers like me And under me They really didn't have no money right. you, know? <laughs> right, right, right. you know I had money Because yeah. I had enough sense to hang out with the pimps mm-hmm. And, and uh, that's how I really became exposed to the game From hanging out with them right. uh, But at that time man It was, it was so damn expensive That uh then nobody, then nobody had no money to get that. Could, could you think? Could you think the era? And again, we're not glorifying it, but we're understanding that this is factual facts. It's, it's history. history. It's, it's history. history. It's history. history. You think? You think a person could do it on your level the way you did it back then? Like, like you know, you it's ever hard, you ever man. read Don Diva or the Feds magazine? It's hard. And it was like, man, this this kid might have did it more bigger than me. Like, it's hard. You know, it's really hard to. Uh, to, to duplicate that system, but right. you know these kids are smarter now. You know mm. what I'm saying? They they mm. they learning how to maneuver. Now I couldn't have maneuvered in this system. You know, motherfuckers right. taking pictures of me. I'd have been like, hold up, man, what, right. who you looking for? Right. <laughs> right. You know, right. it's a total different right. era. You know, mm. like now, uh, you know, like my nephews come and show me that dudes are selling dope on the internet and all mm-hmm. that. You know, dumb niggas crazy. <laughs> dumb niggas crazy. Whoever them niggas no is, no era that's gonna be right. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, but they doing it right now. Right. So you know, uh, I don't know how they doing it, yeah. uh, 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 how it's working. Right. You know, with us, you know, right. we hid in, in the shadows. Right. You know, when right. we got down, but it, it's a different era. But right. uh, for some reason, these kids are gonna figure out how to make it work. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and I'm sure that there's somebody out there mm-hmm. that's, that's putting. I mean, you know, like Big Meech did. You know, right. Big Meech came up with a, a formula that worked during that time. Right. And I'm sure that there's somebody else right now. Who's figure out how to uh, uh, how to beat the system? Now it's, it's funny you bring up Big Meese because one of Big Meese's biggest downfalls, uh, the people would say, is it's his flashiness. Yeah, was like you know I remember going to a club, kid you not. It was 14 of them, and they had 14 Lamborghinis outside. I was like, damn, no one could ride with someone else? <laughs> like, 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 I was dying. Well, I didn't like, meet me until after he failed. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, after he failed, you know, Wendy hooked us up, and okay. she wanted me to uh, uh, work with him with his case and right. talk to him, and, and uh, me and him was writing through Wendy, so right. uh, um, I was corresponding with him, and, and he told me what that offered when they offered him the deal, and right. uh, I gave him my personal opinion on, mm-hmm. on the deal. You know, I didn't think that... Uh, I didn't think they had any issues on winning this case, right. uh, and and I thought that he should take the deal. Right. Even though it was thirty years, you know, right. uh, I know those that wish they would have took the thirty. Right now, they done right. did thirty, right. and still going right. because right. they didn't take the deal. So I thought that uh, it was in his best interest to uh, to take the thirty year deal. But in 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 in, in the life that um, you guys live. Is being flashy bad? Like how? Like you know, before John Gotti, we really we knew of the mafia, but we didn't know of the mafia. Like you know, and I'm come from Queens, where he's from. So when John Gotti started flashing and he started actually claiming that character, do you think that was bad for business? Like absolutely, okay. absolutely. Uh, my guys, man, <laughs> one of them just got out too, man. Little Tommy, uh, little Tommy was like 18 years old. He had 
two Rolls Royces. Right. Uh, uh, Tremaine Jackson had bought a Ferrari and didn't have all the money to get it out. Jermaine Jackson? Yeah, Jermaine Jackson. Okay. He had a, a Tessarossa. He had the first Tessarossa probably in the country. Wow. And the Tessarossa was sitting in there on the showroom floor, and little Tommy passed by and saw it. <laughs> and he walked in, and he told the man, uh, how much for that Tessarossa? Uh. So the man told him the price, and they said Tommy gave him 10000 extra. Wow. You know, <laughs> to tell Jermaine to wait till the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hard. So, and then he wrecked that one. Right. And everybody was laughing at him. He went back and bought another one. Right. So uh, uh, when when they did this, it, it, it tipped the police off to what we was doing mm-hmm. because uh, uh, for a while um, the police didn't know what we was doing. Like right. when when you know I got those sheriffs indicted. The cops that was doing all of the, the stealing and, and okay, the I sheriff said you, the guy that you met in the documentary. Yeah, I got them indicted. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I had to I had to take care of them because they, <laughs> right. they was hurting the hood. <laughs> right, right, right. They were so, stealing from y'all. They were stealing and robbing. They weren't even being robbing hoods. They was being robbing and robbing. And then would send you to jail. They would rob you and send you to jail. And send you to jail. Wow. I'm like, I, I I can go with being robbed, but right. you ain't gonna rob me and put right. me in jail. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, I hired a private investigator. Wow. To investigate them, wow. I spent a hundred thousand. My lawyer, I go see my lawyer. So they had just raided my girl house, right? Uh-huh. They never had no dope in my girl house. Right. How the fuck? I know we ain't forgot no dope in there. You know, cause right. you know how you sometimes. Yeah, you, you know, did, we, you we, we 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 used to keep our dope in cars. Right. You know, that was how we beat the cops. Right. They they didn't understand the car game. Uh-huh. You know, you throw it in the trunk of the car, move the car uh, a block or two down the street, never see it until you need it. Right. Um, they never gonna know. So, we always kept our dope in cars. So sometimes we would forget and have 10, 15 keys in the trunk of a car. We go to the car and open the trunk and it's 15 keys and we're like, damn, how long this shit been in here? So, I'm saying when they raid our house, I'm saying, damn, did we leave that shit in there on accident or something? You know, maybe one day we, we left it under the sink. Or maybe we left cash there. Well, cash, if they would have said cash, I would have said, yeah, okay. you know. Right. Yeah, you know. But they said dope. But they said dope. Right. You know, you know you this is my know, girl house. Right, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm like, nah, I ain't buying that. So I go tell my lawyer, right? I'm like, man, I know it wasn't no dope in that. He's, oh no, you gotta have, you had to at least some dope. I said, man, I ain't left no dope in her house. So he said, oh, so you saying they crooked? He arguing with me. I'm playing right. this motherfucker, right? Right, right? He arguing with me. I say, I said, man, wasn't no dope in there. So he said. Well, if you think they, they they crooked, get a private investigator. Because I had never thought about it. I ain't know nothing about no private investigator. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't right. never been to court yet. Right. Right. So uh, I said, well, man, who was a private investigator? So he put me up. I hired a private investigator. I gave dude 100 grand. And so dude followed the cops around. Everywhere they went, he went. Up front or they had to give him I gave him 100 up front. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. God damn it. This is, this is no time. <laughs> this is no time. Continue. Yeah, so uh, he followed them around and... Uh, uh, he started bringing me back the evidence, you know, right. not only from my crew, but they was also doing the same thing to other crews. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, they had 150 people that was in prison, and when uh, when they finally arrested me and indicted me, I hand the investigation over to the prosecutor. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all are trying to do, but right. these dudes here, right. they ain't gonna be your witness. Mm-hmm. We got too much dirt on them, so uh, they let 150 people out of prison. So wow. that like sent my, my notoriety and Big Putin, the founder of the Bloods, was one right. of the guys who, who who eventually got out. And I didn't even know, you know, Putin was one of my guys too. He was right. he was getting his stuff from me. Uh, uh but I didn't know that the cops had set him up. 
Wow. Until we all sitting in there together, and he was uh, like, "Yeah, man, them motherfuckers follow me from your house." Wow. <laughs> now this is not the time where you, the, the officers start talking about the judge because they had the judge on the. It's not the same case. Yeah, that's the same, the same case. case. Oh wow. That's the same case. Yeah, how how you knew to be smart like that? And how, how I did didn't. You? The lawyer put me up on it. <laughs> I was just I was just keen to what he was saying. Right. You know when he tell me. Well, how He tell me that. Uh, he don't believe they doing it. Right. This motherfucker, he's so smart. He don't believe they doing it, right? <laughs> he think I'm lying. No, but back then it did probably sound crazy. It did like, because like, we went, we yeah. hadn't had no no you, you, you had no evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can mean, see where this, you going from. This, this is probably one of the craziest cases ever right. in in the history of of, of police force. Right. Right. You know, and you know, Rampart was an offshoot. Um, the freeway task force. Oh. Remember the Rampart case where the dudes was stealing the money and, and doing all the stuff that came out in 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 a. That's not training day like based off of that. Training day is based yeah. off of that. Right. Wow. But it was deeper than training day. Right. Okay. right training right. day didn't even touch the surface. Wow. You, you see these scars in my face? Right. All this flashlight therapy. Wow. While I was handcuffed, handcuffed, my legs hog tied. Wow. The dog, dog bite me. Yeah, wow. The dog bite me and they hit me in the head with flashlights, steel flashlights. They got these wow. big long ass steel flashlights. They cracking you in the head. I mean, you go out and then they wake you up. I'm gonna be honest. To this day, LAPD is still the scariest niggas ever. Oh, no I'm not gonna lie. I'm legal forever, and, the, and, and, I, and I still see LAPD. I be looking like this. I be looking like I don't know why. I look the other way, nigga. And, I don't know. I'm scared of death for them niggas. Most racist. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they got black and white cars. It's, they it's they just they just raided the sheriffs. Sheriff is the green cars though. Right? No, sheriff's black and white too. Black and white they too, both okay. were black and white. One just got sheriff wrote on it. Okay. The sheriff run the county jails. Okay. Wow. You know, they run the jails. Okay. They just got them for having uh this coat. This white coat. Colt. C-U-L-T You know how I speak Ebonics uh, Yeah no, no, I, was saying, I thought you said They got coke I said damn These niggas got their own coke too They got police coke <laughs> So they was in jail Having dudes Fighting with each other Wow uh, Just doing all kind of Insane uh, shit And the feds just arrested You know they arrested The head sheriff Wow he, he's, he's in jail right now No I for, know Yeah for the wow. same stuff That he was allowing this this activity be going on inside of our jails, and, wow. and um, all of that's just continuation of what had started wow. uh, back in the '80s. Now in LA, it's so like racial. Like that's the most racial um, when it comes to uh, streets. When it comes to streets, it's like real race. Like in business, you, there's Mexicans in the same meeting, there's blacks in the same meeting. But when it comes to streets of LA, it's it's really segregated. It's bloods, absolutely, it's Crips. Then there's Mexicans and then there's Asians. You at the level you was at, did you have to deal with each and every gang? We already know we were established. Well, early. I, I didn't really Bloods deal. I didn't, I didn't really deal with with Mexicans until okay. I went to prison. Okay. Uh, when I was on the street, um, the, the the black community was so strong then that I didn't really need to come outside of that mm. that community. Mm. So I was able to 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 other than getting the drugs, right. I could stay inside of my little. Comfort zone and, mm. and and make like I wouldn't if you walk up to me and you was white I'd be like what you talking about you know right. you wasn't even uh, interested in white customers you was no. making a billion dollars not not no, the white no dollar. I didn't need that wow because I had the, the 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 cream of the black market wow 
So please don't don't forget your thought. But in my neighborhood, that was our goal was to have like Barney come from Regal Park to come to our Barney. neighborhood. Like you know, this real nigga named Barney, <laughs> and we used to have this, this white lady named Trans Am. She she used to come through in a Trans Am, but she used to come through and buy like a five hundred pack. Like you know, to us that was huge. But your goal was fuck that. I had the whole community. Right. Well, well, well. My guys depended on those, right, you right. know, or their guys right. who was on the street selling the 50s. And, but right. I had got to a position where I wasn't selling less than like 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, wow. 100s, you wow. know. Uh, so I didn't really need, um, you know, Barney coming through with 500, mm-hmm. 500. What, five, what am I going to do with $500? Right, 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 right. right. Uh, give it to her? Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I don't even know her. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. You know, I had, a, I had a guy that rode around with me every day right. to give out money. Wow. That was his job. Wow. When people walk up to me at the gas station, oh, my, uh, my yeah. this, and give her, give her 500, give him right. 300. Right. You know, and, and he was taking them out the $1 bag. You know, you like Escobar, Manny Pacquiao put together. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? That's what Manny Pacquiao do, man. Manny, you ain't seen the fight the other day, back Manny Pacquiao before he go jogging, he just hand out money. For real. Well, that, I mean, you got You was on some Manny Pacquiao shit back then. This made him know your free record. For real, you was selling coke and giving it back. Well, you know, a lot of people they look at that as 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 paying taxes. Yeah, that's true. But I looked at it as taking care of the hood. You, you, know. you know, I was in Jamaica one time and, and um, I, I flew out there with this dude named Dudas, right? And Dudas had had the whole community. Like, I, I didn't ask what he did. He had had the whole community and uh, we had to, to film a video there, we had to pay him. And he wanted to meet me. I met him in a cave. And two, two, three years in later, in a cave. It's a fact. <laughs> so I, I skipped over that part. Yeah, yeah, I skipped over that. Well, two, three years later, I'm sitting there watching um, the news. You know, you make You better know who do this is. I'm watching the news, and I had no idea I had met the biggest drug dealer in fucking Jamaica in history. And I'm sitting there, and the whole neighborhood would not give this nigga up for like three, four days. I'm talking about they was backing down the police. Whatever, whatever this happened. Oh no! When you feed in the hood, they gonna look out for you. The hood, yeah. The hood will hold you. Oh, no fuck. question. That's my point. Yeah. No question. That was no my question. point. No question. Oh no, no. You ain't, you ain't playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like one time I had a little incident. Right, I had about. I don't know what happened, but I had like 10 keys, and I was at my mama's house, mm-hmm. and the car that we had been keeping them in, the homies needed it. Right. So I take them out, and my mama's fence mm-hmm. and my, my next door neighbor garage sit right next to each other. So I had a little hole in the middle of it, so I said, I'm gonna just throw them in between the fence and the garage mm-hmm. until I get ready for them. So I throw them in between the fence, sure. and I'm just chilling, you know, I ain't, I'm gonna go play me some basketball and mm-hmm. to the fellas get back. So my mama called me. She said, hey, uh, Mary say uh, she got your package. I say, what? She got my package. <laughs> oh, why would you Mary had your package? Right? <laughs> so what I'm saying is that the neighborhood looked out. She took wow. my package and put it in the house. She wow. said, oh, you ain't sure. got to keep it back there. You can yeah. bring it in the house. Wow. And, and this is a lady that's like 70 years old. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So wow. when you taking care of the neighborhood, even though she wasn't making money off of me, Right. Her her grandkids was okay, and okay. she appreciated what I was doing for her grandkids, right. and she was showing the love back from that by you know making sure my thing was good. That's one thing about you know hustling um, is you can turn you can turn it around if you want. I mean you can do good with with the bad that you're doing. Like you know I know so many um, uh, Kenny Anderson is from my hood, 
And I remember, um, well, he's, he's a couple years older than me, but I remember him trying to like, you know, him having a, a cold streak, um, being in college and trying to go to the NBA, and him having that cold streak of trying to ask somebody to hustle, and every drug dealer he's like, no. just just told him to shut the fuck up, but then every drug dealer mount, count, uh, anted up, and paid for whatever the fuck he needed at that time, and he ha- he ain't had to do shit. Well, you know the same thing with Little D. You know Little D from the Bay Area. Okay. You know he just got out. Um, um, uh, D, um, too short and a big homie. You talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's my yes, little man. Yes. Yes. I yes. mean, you know he. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he ain't been, been home, but, but, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. me and him met when he was about. Right. Man, he couldn't have been more than seventeen. I met him in Mr. Five Store in the Bay Area. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's my and they man. They told me he, he he was you or there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Right. Well, the first time they introduced me to him, he was about seventeen years old. Right. And uh, one of my boys pulled up in the van. And he's like, been telling me about Lil D. Right. You know, he had been hitting me, but D wanted right. to go directly to me. Right. So uh, uh, he had he had connected us, and uh, and this little dude was like. I right. said, how much money you got, man? Right, right. <laughs> you 17 years old and you right. got a, a million dollars. Right. So, you know, it was like, it didn't matter how old you was. Right. It's just a matter if you had the game to mm. to, 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 to put it down. So, uh, uh, it was just so many ways and so many different dudes that was, was getting their money that I didn't need to go outside of my community. You know, you got dudes coming throwing down five hundred, six hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So you know, off a six hundred thousand dollar deal, if I pull a hundred out of that for myself, I'm happy. At one point, you were making more money than Magic Motherfucking Johnson. <laughs> you know when? Uh, How did that feel? When Magic signed his contract, right? Yeah. And they put it in the paper. I think he was getting like 1.2 million. I was like, damn, I'm glad I don't play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you know how hard that statement was? Hey, it, was, was like, that one. it was like, damn, oh, man. Shit. It was like, damn, man, he only gonna make $2 million this year. He in trouble. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is crazy, man. That is crazy. So now, to, 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 come on, everybody, everybody, whoever's close, come over here. So you in jail. You probably reading, you doing whatever. And I'm rebuilding. You're rebuilding. I'm rebuilding. And I'm um, 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 I'm like, what I did is I got exposed to Farrakhan when I went to jail. Mm. God bless. You know, somebody put me up on him, right? God bless. A couple Muslim brothers was like, man, you don't know about Farrakhan, you don't know about Malcolm X. Right. I ain't never heard of Malcolm X. Mm. I ain't never heard about Farrakhan. Mm. You know, I knew Tookie. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the, right. The big homie. The big homie. You know, Tony Stacy. Exactly. Cartoon. You know, okay. Big Foot. No, it was my people. What right, you mean? Right. So, uh, this Muslim brother one day, he was like, man, come on, go to service, man. Uh, you ain't doing nothing today. You know, you ain't giving no tennis lessons. Because, you know, that's my hustle in the joint was giving tennis lessons. Right. Uh, so, I go to service, man, and uh, I see Farrakhan for the first time. In the jail? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> So uh, I'm checking him out, man. I'm listening to how he talk. And he's like, oh, the black man is God. Right. The black man can do anything. Right. I'm like, what is this motherfucker talking about? Is he done lost his mind? I'm a dummy. Right, right. I'm, I'm a gangster. You know, right. I'm supposed to sell dope right. all my life. I'm, right. I'm planning on getting back out, you know, right. doing the same thing. Like, I, I just is slipped up this Is your first bit or your second bit? It's, it's the, first? the first bit. Okay. So uh, I'm checking him That's out. Okay. Man, you gonna, you gonna get me loaded. Nah, it's okay. Happy birthday, nigga. I don't drink. It's okay, man. I don't drink, man. You drinking today. We celebrating your birthday. We celebrating your life. <laughs> <laughs> we celebrating your life. <laughs> 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 
birthday, we celebrating your life, and most important, we celebrating your survival. Yeah. And I don't want to cut you off because listen, man, there's black men who get killed every day for doing the for a spectrum of what you did to life, the society, for you to live. I think that that should be celebrated. I think it should be uh, uh, tarnished. I mean, I think it should be a uh, uh, love. I think that you know, um, every. I, I think that what you're doing is honorable because you could have just said, you know what, I did this. I fucked up people's life, and that's it. Right, but you right, out here right. trying to make a fucking change. Oh like, man, I'm gonna that, make a change. That's motherfucking I'm gonna make dope. A change. That's fucking dope. I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna redo the books. You know what I'm saying? You know, that is self is Redo dope. the you books, man. So, welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're gonna get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time. We hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But let me ask you, because I, I see I see what's going on there, but let me ask you. So when you first heard hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, <laughs> hot, flattered, flattered, and hot, you said that's hot. No, no, I he said, said I'm hot. hot. Oh, he's hot, like yeah, he's he's hot. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, cool. And flattered. And flattered. At the same time. Okay. So I don't really know that's how dope. to feel about this thing. That's dope. So that's I get on the phone and I start calling people and who know this though? Right. You know, because I still got my music. You know, I found alcoholics while I was in prison. Right. Wait, the group the alcoholics? Yeah. Get I'm the, the fuck I'm out of here. Alcoholics got signed. Wait, hold on. What the hell? Oh, 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 you put him down with King T? No, King T put him down with me. Oh, oh King T was my man. Right. You know, if I listen right. to King T, if I been, if I listen to King T, I'd be the king of hip hop right now. Wow. I slipped on hip hop. Wow. DJ Pooh, DJ Pooh and King T tried to get me to do hip hop right before I was doing Anita Baker. But what I did is I went with the dudes with the iron. See, Otis Smith had at that time. Otis had. Johnny Taylor, Bobby Womack, and then to convince me to go with him, he took me to Dick Griffey, Barry Gordy, and they all say, hip-hop is a fad. I was tempering with hip-hop, but I didn't get all the way in it because them two, them them dudes had convinced me that it wasn't going to last, but I had them like this here. But I didn't know that I should be telling them what to do instead of letting them. But King T is telling you, listen. King T telling me hip hop is the one. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So you would have been the first death row. Listen to this here. Really? Listen to this here, man. On first first day of the way. Listen to this here. I go to this house. I go to this house, right? Uh Pooh. 
Pooh stays at one of my girls' house sometimes. You know, I got like DJ Pooh. We talk. I got like four girls, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and I stay house, 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 house. Right, so right. you know, when the girls ain't, when I ain't there, they bring one of their little cousins <laughs> over or somebody, and and, and they, you know, keep them company. Right. So. <laughs> My one girl. This nigga said the illest. My one girl. Her little cousin is a group was called Madcap. It was the first group on Loud Records. Yeah, I know. That was her little cousin. Her other cousin was uh, uh, another little dude named Teo, who, who, who DJ Poo was like this. Wow. So they would be at my house all the time. I would come over. They'd be in there making beats, blah 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 blah, beating on the table and all that shit, and they like. Man, you ought to do Pooh's record. You right. know, he finna work with LL Cool J, and right. he's doing this and he's doing that. And so right. I said, ah, you know, maybe, maybe. Because you're the financier of the hood. You got, obviously, obviously. I got the bread. You got the bread. I got more so, bread yeah, than yeah, I can yeah, spend. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't right. know what to do with all the bread I got. Right. It's hard to hide this shit. We put $1 bills in people's garages, and they cutting holes in the back of the garage and, and taking the safe out. Wow. wow. So, uh, Pooh takes me over to this house. Uh-huh. And I go in this uh, well, apartment, it wasn't a house, it was an apartment. So I go in this apartment, and it's like 40 motherfuckers in there. They laying all over the floor, it look worse than my crack house. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the fuck going on here? Is this what y'all, they got wires everywhere, and turntables. I'm like, fuck. So when I leave, now I'm debating, should I mess with the motherfuckers with the high rises? Right. In Beverly Hills, Otis Smith, right. Dick Griffey? Right. Or should I mess with these young motherfuckers, right. 17 years old, who tell me he need 200,000. Right. Otis just tell me he need six. I already gave him the 600. Right. So now I, I'm debating, should I give Pooh 200? Right. See, if Pooh would have told me he needed 40,000 to do an album, which right. is what, what a rap album was costing at the time, right. I would have gave it to him. Right. He was trying to go big, though. He was trying to go big, right. and I just gave Otis 600. So mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't ready to put this kind of music, um, this kind of money into the music industry right now. Now, is N.W.A. out yet? They're oh, not out yet. They're not out yet. Oh, I, I can see where you're coming from. So I go meet Dre when I get out of prison. Get the fuck out of here. This is the first time you get out of prison? No, right now. Okay. Like, like eight years ago. Okay. The first time I go and meet Dre in person. Okay. I talked to Dre when I was in jail, but I never met him. Uh-huh. So I go to his house about five, six years ago. Right. Right before we was doing Cracking the System. Right. Because Dre had told me when I was in jail he was going to do the soundtrack. He said, whatever you do, I'm going to do the soundtrack for you. So I go over to his house, and we're talking about doing the soundtrack. He was like, Rick, you don't remember that house? I said, yeah, I remember I came over there. He said, I was in that house the day that you came by. Oh, with DJ Pooh in there? Wow. So when it, when it hit me, it was like, oh, fuck. You had an opportunity. He was ahead of it. To have Dr. Dre at that time. And... and uh, really, I had to hold because I had Otis Smith and Dick Griffey was the first right. distributors. They was the first independent distributors of black music. Uh, <laughs> Dick Griffey negotiated Suge's deal with mm. Interscope. Mm. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. He negotiated See, that deal with Suge. Me and Harry with Sellies uh, when they started Death Row. That's when they first first started. When they first started Death Row, right. I met Suge the day Harry met Suge. Right. I was in the same room with with. The day before Suge got in, me and Harrio, David Kenner was sitting in the, uh, uh, the attorney booth. Yeah. And Harrio t- told David Kenner, I'm going to make you more money in the music business than you ever made as an attorney. Wow. I was sitting in that room when he told him that. And this is in jail? We was in jail. Yeah, right. we was in NBCLA, downtown. Wow. 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 Well, you know, Harrio had been in, in, in Pelican Bay, which is considered... 
uh, it's like solitary confinement right. where, where all you got to do is read books, read newspapers. That's really the high profile. Uh, uh, maximum security. Maximum That's security. where they put like the worst of the worst. Right. You know, dudes who can't uh, who can't walk the line. Right. Uh, uh, too violent. Too much pool, you know. Right. They don't want you getting no mail. Right. They don't want you talking to nobody. You don't get no visits. And why did you, well, you ain't go there? I didn't go to the state. I went to the field. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, Harry that's went right. to the state because he had a, a, a kidnap, right. attempted murder. So, um, all right, so now back, back to Rick Ross, right? So back to, I'm sorry, the rapper Rick Ross, right? So the first time... William Roberts. Okay, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> real quick, though, before yeah. Rick Ross, did Freeway come to you first? <clears throat> no, no, no. No, no, no. I, I, well, let me, let me, let me, let me. It's because Freeway, even though he came be- out before Rick Ross, I feel like Rick Ross was more. Uh, that meant more to you. I, well, it, but I just want to know timeline wise, that had Freeway already come to you? Mm-mm, he didn't come to me either. Oh, okay, oh, okay, so all right, so okay. let's take it from there. All right, so you're in, you're in jail, obviously. Uh, you're here um, every day. I'm hustling. Yeah, which is something that you can relate to. Absolutely, that was my saying. And then, did, did you know that when these people played this record, this artist's name was Rick Ross, or did you you knew that yeah. prior to listening? I, I to knew it? before the record came out. Oh, wow. uh, um, you know, in jail we was I was studying the music business because right. I, I had solved my mistake. Right. You know, I'm, I'm like in there like. Right. Right. You know, you dumb right. motherfucker. What right. the fuck was you thinking about? Mm. You you had. You had it in your hands. Mm. How did you How did you let this get out your hands? Right. So, I'm in jail networking. You know, you talking to Wendy Day. And people had already told you there's an artist coming out named Rick Ross. The magazines. Oh. The magazines yeah. before you ever hit. You know, we get all the magazines. See, we didn't. We didn't. Us in New York, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't hear Rick Ross till we actually heard the actual. Well, record. we. You know, we. Yeah, had, I mean, y'all here in Miami. Says, I, 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 he didn't say he was The magazines. So, what was that magazine that was coming out of the South? Uh, Ozone. 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 Julia Beverly, big up. Julia yeah. Beverly, yeah. she loved him. Right. That right. was her boy. Right, right. You know, she blew him up. Every chance mm-hmm. she got, she, mm-hmm. I think they might have been fucking. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we thought in jail. Oh, okay, we thought okay. they was fucking, right? right? <laughs> That's how she was on okay, his nuts. Okay, okay, okay. So, so at first, at first, every day you hustling, it's a great record. Amazing. No doubt. Great, great, record. great record. No doubt. Great record. Every hustler had to had it's to love that. Record. Had to love that. And then this is this is why I'm involved because in the record he says, I know Pablo, Noriega, the real Noriega. So I, he's trying to this is the he, I think in my opinion, this is the reason why I didn't take that line never personal and I, when I first met him, he told me it wasn't it wasn't like that. But um but he was trying to imply that he was like your status, correct? Correct. But have you ever dealt with Pablo no, or Noriega? No. What, what he did uh, is he switched it up because he didn't want, I mean, you know, he wasn't, I, you know, I spoke to him when I was in jail. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I had, I had a phone call with him and he had a meltdown. Before mm. the record or after the record came out? That record. Before the record. Okay. Right. Because he was, at, at this time, he was, when I first found out about him, he was just doing the magazines. And he was writing for, he was on Slip and Slide, he was writing for Trina. No, 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 he was getting ready, his album was yeah. getting ready to come out. He was getting ready to put an album out. But he was, you know, before before the album or the record comes out, they, they do the magazines first. Right. Right, right, right. You know, you're doing the Ozone, the, the XXL. Yeah. The Word Ups. Yeah, all The that. Word Ups. Yeah, Wrap Up Magazine, yeah. So I see him in the magazines, and I'm like, fuck, I know somebody got to know this dude. Right. I know too many people. Right. So I'm hitting all my boys. Boom, 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 boom. So one of my boys, he writes for Smooth Magazine. He said, oh, yeah, he'll be here Monday at 9 o'clock. 
Right. I put you on the phone with him. So my boy, I call him, my boy put him on the phone. He don't know it's me. Right. My boy just handed the phone. Yeah, man, right. somebody want to holler at you. Right. So he get on the phone, I holler at him. He, oh, man. He don't know. He think he's been set up. Right. Oh, big homie, he ain't got his bodyguards right. by himself. Right. Oh, big homie, I love you. Right. Uh, you know, just like jacking me off. Right. Hard. Right. So I say, um, I say, look, man, I got some ideas for us. Right. We can do this thing together. You don't have to be me. Right. You can just be my supporter. Right. Um, okay, okay, I'm going to come to see you, and right. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Right. So I called him, like, one more time after that, and uh, he put his guy Poochie on the phone. Okay. And uh, they said, send us a visiting form. So I sent him the visiting form. They never fill the form out. Next thing I know, the number was changed, and uh, that was the end of our conversation. Did you think that's where it went wrong? Because, obviously, because... Obviously, you had to feel flattered. Like me personally, I, I as a person who's a rapper, right? And um, I, I wanted to just just show you the, the uh, similarities in my situation. I had never, I had never chose the name Noriega. I was actually in jail reading a book about Noriega, and the shit was so thick. People, niggas in the, in the child line, I was like, "You nigga, you ain't reading that shit," and just like playfully grabbed the book for me. Or knocked down or something, and they they, they they started reading, and then whatever they asked me on that page, I had knew it. So right. people just nicknamed me Noriega. Right, I understand. Right? No, no doubt. So I had I still didn't go by the name of Noriega. Um, so I came home from jail. When I came home from jail, Capone had came to see me, which his name was not Capone in jail. Um, but and he he kept calling me Noriega. So people in my hood thought it was funny. So they was like, oh, we call this nigga Noriega too. We call him Noriega too. But in retrospect, I reached out to Noriega's family because I knew how it could be, you know, took in the wrong way. Right, right. So when I reached out and I couldn't get the actual um, contact that I wanted or someone that was, you know, valuable to talk about it, what I did was I changed my name to Nori. Right. And, and, and I totally get that because okay. I never named myself Freeway. Right. Okay. I grew up on the side of the freeway. Okay. And when we started low riding, we started low riding. It was a dude who was like the king of low riding at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my little partners was banging his wife. Uh, <laughs> and he didn't like it. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like a lot of people don't like that. We like 18 years old. He like 25, 30. Uh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And, and an 18 year old banging his wife. Right. So he find out that my boy banging his wife. So. Right. He like, oh, you junkie-ass Freeway boys. And he, it was an insult. Oh. Freeway used to be an insult. Wow. Like, you didn't want to be no Freeway boy. Wow. Uh, uh, that's why I was asking. You didn't read the article about my obituary. Oh, okay. You missed no. that one. You, yeah, I missed that You got to read that article. It's, okay. it's LA Magazine. Uh, this dude came to visit me at the prison when I had my life sentence, and uh -huh. he called himself writing my obituary. He wrote for the LA Times. Oh. And he was saying that this was going to be the last time he ever wrote about me. Oh, okay, okay. So, Damn, in this yeah, article, okay. he talked about being a junkie-ass freeway boy. And oh. that's what they felt about us because our cars was raggedy, they smoked, they shook. Oh. You know what I'm saying? The seats was oh, torn up. I didn't up. catch that. Okay. <clears throat> so I understand totally what you're saying about somebody giving you a name. So how how, how you think you and Ross could have uh, avoided what y'all had? Oh, we would have both been huge right now. Mm. I mean, I would have gave him... The freedom, he would have never got into it with the GDs mm. if he'd have been messing with me. Right. Him and the GD problem never would have happened. 
Because right. I would have been able to handle that right off the rip. You know, I would have took care of it. That's Larry Hoover's? Larry Hoover. Okay. I would have knew how to, to navigate through those situations. I mean, I had ideas for him. When we talked, the first time we talked, he was getting ready to do a show. I said, listen, man, let me give you a tip. Look what you do. When you get ready to do your show, the next show you do, let me call in. Let them hear. This is before most people ever heard the federal prison. This is a call from a federal wow. correctional institution. Wow. This is Ricky Ross. Right. I said, listen, if you do that on the phone, you take my call, you let the whole audience hear you talking to me, uh, they're going to love you. Uh, and he didn't get it. He didn't understand how much more that would have solidified right. his authenticity of of being somebody from the hood, right? You know, and and it was tips like that that I had for me and him that we could have did, but like I said, he didn't really understand. I, I think he was more concerned with me discrediting his credibility. Mm. You know, if it's a real Rick Ross, right? Then why are you Rick Ross? Right. You know, and I think that his people started to put that in his ear that he couldn't align himself with me. It would be impossible for him to align himself with me because then it would discredit. But this is a real Noriega, and I, I always show love to the Noriega family. But see, you can think for yourself. Right. You, you, you know who you are, what you stand for, when you don't really understand that. It's like me, if I didn't know who I was, right. I wouldn't be walking the street right now. Like, I'm, I'm doing a movie right now. Mm, dope. So, Come on, please enjoy that. Please enjoy that. We got 11 million in the bank. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? We're going to start shooting, hopefully, February. We got the script doctor. So working with the script doctor, we we, we redoing the script right now, tightening everything up, making uh -huh. everything tight. So me and him was talking the other day. I said, I said, man, Kush, man, we got to do another movie right now. Right. As soon as this movie is done, right. we got to do another movie with me making all the wrong choices. Mm. Like every time one of the little homies want to kill a motherfucker, right. I said, go ahead. Right. And he pulled the trigger. Bam! Right. How would my life have been so much different if I couldn't be strong enough to where these dudes get into it that I didn't have the power to say, hold up, man, don't pull that trigger. Right. Don't you shoot him. Right. Give him a pass. Let him walk away. Right. It would have been a whole lot different. But some people don't have the power or the strength to say, don't do it. They more worried about, oh, they gonna look at me like I'm soft. If you don't do it. If right. you don't do it. Mm -hmm. But me, what I did is I was like, okay, you kill him. Okay. In the movie. Just this, the movie. this movie's gonna be uh, a lot, but this is what I should tell my guys. Yeah, I don't want nobody to see a clip of this and then be like, whoa, hold up. This is, this, this right is what I should tell my guys, right? <laughs> I said, all right, we gonna kill him. We gonna kill him. Good. That 300,000 he old, you think we gonna get that back? Mm. When you kill him? Mm. Any chance of us getting that back? Mm. No, ain't no chance. Okay, that's cool. We don't get the money back, but we probably ain't gonna get it back no way. Mm. What if the police start the investigation? Okay, they arrest us. They ain't really got the evidence and they arrest us all, right? We all go to jail, we got a bail out. How much that's gonna cost us? How much Alan Fincher charge every time he do a case? $30,000, $50,000, everybody that he touched. You know, he don't touch you if you 
You ain't talking about 30, 40, 50. I see. So it's six of us, and you know we talking about three hundred thousand. So we already done blew that three hundred already. We we done we done we done chunked that three hundred. That three hundred done turned into nine. So I was able to take my guys and explain to them that you don't throw good money at the bad money. Sometimes you got to walk away and say, you know what, that was my bad. You know I should have knew. I, I have a motto that, that I go by is that I don't give people something I can't afford to give them. Mm. If I give it to you, I can afford to lose it. To lose it, meaning you give a nigga a loan for 100000 If he don't pay you back, yeah. okay. you know, that's, that was all good. But what's the difference between like Freeway taking a name and Rick Ross taking a name? Because between them both, they got both of you. And you know they're not the only ones. We got Rich out of, out of Kansas City, Freeway Rich. Oh, oh no. I you remember Rich? That. You ain't never heard of Rich. Damn, I told you that one went over my head. Rich is, Rich is hard. Okay, okay. He's more okay. like Kansas City, St. Right. Louis, okay. the Bay Area. Okay, I, I, think, I think I did. Hard. Well, okay. Hard. I'll okay. go to Kansas City, he set it out for me. But, but, but that's the different Freeway. They set it out for you. Okay. You know, they, they show you. Even though None of them gave me no money. Right. None of them ain't gave me no money. Right. You know, ain't nobody came and said, you know what, I'm gonna throw a show for you. Right. You know, right. you, you my you my motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? I love you to death. Right. You know, I got your name tattooed right. on my hand. Right. That's how much I love you. Right. None of them didn't do that. Right. But, but at least when I come to town, they come out, right. we sit down, we talk. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. we got a relationship right. with with old boy. He deliberately lied to me about us building a relationship. I was more concerned about us building a relationship than 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 some money. So I, I knew I knew when they bust some doors. When they bust some doors, I said, if anybody out there got money, I'm gonna get some of it. Right. Ain't no way y'all gonna have no money and I don't get none of it. But do you think that's why he was kind of scared? Maybe, maybe the one point you said is. Um, like you said, it's the real Rick Ross. But you think he was kind of scared that if, if um, he was kind of scared of a, 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 a lawsuit or, or a extortion type well, of we thing? Did, we did do a lawsuit. Yeah, no, no, I, and I'm sure he was. I'm, but, but prior I'm to the sure, lawsuit, he's I'm probably sure thinking, probably like, thought about you that. know, this guy's a big drug dealer, you know, um, it's going to come and extort me. Because you know so, they get extorted in L.A. So, 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 so oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, there's a lot of rappers that... The game is good. You know, in L.A., they do that. Yeah, in L.A. But I ain't never been with distortion game. You know but But you can see how he can misconstrue that though? Can you see? I'm just, I'm just trying to be I mean, devil's you advocate. Could, but, but you yeah. still supposed to know who you're dealing with. Exactly. And that's what, that's what really fucked me up about the whole game right now. With all these motherfuckers with money. Right. All of them that got money right now. Right. I don't respect them. Right. I don't give a fuck. And and, and it ain't that I'm a hater. Mm -hmm. But they don't understand the mind. You know, even even with Floyd. You know, Floyd picked me up from the halfway house and. Right. All I wanted from Floyd was to put me around the game. Right. See, because I know if they put me around the game, right. I'm going to figure the motherfucker out. Right. I don't care what game it is. Right. You put me in jail, I'm going to learn how to read, I'm going to learn how to do the law. Woo! I was doing other people's law. I done got dudes out of prison. I done got them bail. When their lawyer said, you ain't getting no bail, I show them how to do bail. Wow. I show them how to go, oh, look at this here. The judge, the judge only got two ways that he can depart from the guidelines. Huh? Well, what ways can they depart? Cooperate with the government. Wow. A post-conviction rehabilitation. So if you go to an AA class, you start taking drug classes before you go to court, before you get convicted, they're going to challenge that as 
post-conviction rehabilitation. Now the judge can give you any amount of time to heal. I just gave somebody the game the other day. They called me crying. Oh, my niece, she finna go to jail. She, I said, why you didn't call me when she first got arrested? Right. I said, you my girl. I would've gave you this shit for free. Right. I said, look, what she got to do? Go get an AA, do this, do that, do that. Now the judge gonna be able to depart from the guidelines. And if you don't study the law, if you ain't in tune, you ain't gonna know this. But that was my game. I got in tune. Mm. I knew how to get bail. Mm. I knew how to, I couldn't get myself out because my case was so right. enormous, you know. Like, it was guys in there that were so cold, but they couldn't get themselves out because their case was so horrendous. You know what I'm saying? They killed three or four motherfuckers and they're not finna let you out. Right. But no matter how smart you get in the law, you're not getting out. Right. But they knew how to do the law. And that's what I had did when I was in there. I had studied... Basically what I did is I started studying the law the way I sold dope. I loved it. Loved I love selling dope. When I sold dope, I loved it. I was willing to die for it. I was willing to kill for it. I mean, when it was a time that they was like, oh man, well, uh, they talking about they're gonna kidnap you. I said, shit, give me my brother. drug dealers? Just, there was a word on the street, you know? Okay. I mean, you know, I'm running around with two, three million dollars yeah, every money day. That he's made. Right. I'm running around with two, three million in duffel bags. I got two, three dudes carrying my duffel bags with right. money in it. Right. So the word is out there, they're gonna kidnap me. So I put on my bulletproof vest, I put my pistol in my pocket, and I was like, let's do it, you know? But I'm gonna be equipped, you know right. what I'm saying? Man, right. At this time, motherfuckers ain't even wearing bulletproof vests at this time. Right. This is like early in the game, you know? Right. We go get the, the bulletproof vest that the, the 45 bullet won't go through. Right. Because I'm always trying to be up on the latest and the greatest. Like, I know if I'd have been home, you know, my man, he was telling me about how he invested in Bitcoin. I was like, fuck. Uh, well, is home. Bitcoin working or is it not? For some people. It's still it's, there. It's still there. It's, it's still a long-term investment. For some people, it works. No, we're Facebook. Let's bring, bring, let's bring Michael. Let's cut. Bring, we got to yeah. cut, though. We got to yeah. cut. Okay. We got to bring a chair? Yeah, we got to bring another one. You need to use the bathroom? No. You already know we back at Drink Caps. And listen, right now, we have the king of crack cocaine. And we have the, the, uh, the son of the queen of cocaine. This is crazy. <laughs> Mike, what's going on, brother? Big show. Yeah. 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 I, I think free can vouch for it. I mean, a lot of people want to throw, you know, a little pizzazz on the things and over-exaggerate, but when it came down to it, it let's say the Sopranos, right. it was the Blanco house, you know? Wow. It was business on the street, but no guns at the table. Wow. Don't say nothing crazy in front of the kid. Wow. Bodyguards right. stay there. They come eat with us, but no guns on the table, and uh, mama was a strict one. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sent you to school, everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, you know, it's like, like people like, you know, like waking up and mom's like, hey, go pick a bag of coke over here. No, not at it's all. It's not like that. It's just taking you to, yeah. I mean, in my later years, as I got older, you know, had to do little things, but I never right. would my mother put me in harm's way. And you were the, the youngest of, of three, right? <clears throat> yeah, the baby. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. 
Did you ever think of that? That your your some of your babies will grow up like and eventually live like the hip lifestyle? Yeah, Is yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I had two sons that um, were really three that that took the gangster lifestyle. Oh, you know? I did. Oh, I definitely. Yeah, did. yeah. I got I got three sons that been to jail. Oh, wow. Uh, they go hard. You know uh, what I'm saying? I was just with one of his sons. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. just with one of my sons who just got out of prison, matter of fact. Get out of here. Yeah. Man, I didn't even know that. And you know, I, I knew of his mom back uh, in the day. Mama Coca, wow. they used to call yeah, I wanted to ask if there was any, like, cross... Well, you know, uh, uh, the nigga Rogers used to talk about her. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. she ended up in Cali, right? What they used to call her Mama Coca, and she knew of him, and they yeah. knew the same people. Wow. So they probably sold weight to the same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, I'm sure that, that my guys was getting it from her at times yeah. wow. because they, they definitely talked. I mean, you know, they was getting it from uh, the Choa brothers, uh, Escobar, right. and his mom. Right. You ever seen all Choa brothers? Oh, of Escobar? course. My brother, uh, Chiqui Blanco, was the prodigy of wow. Pablo Angel's with Choa's. Wow. And um, he was the baby. He was their prodigy. When he jumped out of doing his seven years in the feds, Right. He stayed at their house. Wow. Week and a half later, sent four hundred. Wow. Wow. And I, I, I heard you say in um, the reality show that you'll never go back to Colombia. As much as I would love to see loved ones and everything, I can't. I got an asylum in this country. <clears throat> you got a what? An asylum. It's called the Convention Against Torture. Oh shit! I don't even know what that. So you means. can't, you can't go back. I can't. You can't because, can't because of that asylum. Yeah. Well, I mean, because of that, and because I choose not to. I gave up that life, you know, yeah. and. I mean, to me, that's what made the show even more real. I was watching it with my yeah. girl, that part, and I was like, this is where I think this is not a regular reality show, because if you would have gone there, I would have been like, ah. That's but bullshit. It, it shows how real it is because it's still fresh. Well, you know me. You know yeah, me since yeah, back your in mom's, this is this is kind of recent, in real time. This yes, year. sir. Your so, mother passed away not that long ago. 2012, in she was yeah. assassinated. Yeah, my brothers were my brothers were assassinated in the 90s, 2001, in Mi Gordita, 2012. Right. Wow. Wow, God bless, man. I, I'm not gonna lie, when I watch Cocaine Cowboys, the same way I watch, um, you know, um, um, Rick Raw shit, it's like, um, the, the level of that lifestyle, I just I, I just couldn't see that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously I sold drugs, but I've never was on that level, like that level at all. But, like, um, that that level of, like, like I heard, I heard you say um, that you, if a person stole from you, you just wouldn't work with them no more. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was it was cheaper for me not to work with him. I mean, right. um, to kill him or to 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 use my powers. I mean, you you got to be careful because you become a bully. Right. Mm. You can start bullying people around. You know, you got quite easier to become a bully. It oh. is easy. I mean, yeah. you got you got. At one time, I had like all of the shot callers damn near in L.A. Right. All the black shot callers up under one card. You know, right. like. For the people that don't know, I could call Hancho. I could call Hancho, who was like the one of the founders of Great Street. Like, hey, Hunch, I need you. I could call Big Hugh, a big cat from the '60s. You know, Puttin', T. Rogers from the Bloods. These were all like my dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, we still like like this here. If they got it, I can get it. You know. Uh, uh, So when 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 you're in that position, you have to be really particular about. What your what your uh, uh, decisions are? Now your mom's was like the exact opposite. 
If she, like, <laughs> Somewhere. If she got a hat missing. Yeah. It's, it's, oh. it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, according to the documentary, nah, so, nah. I mean, he could tell us. Like, I, I watched that documentary like 15 like, times. So exactly my mother had a saying, yeah. and she taught me this when I was a kid that it doesn't matter if it's $100 or $100,000, right. it's the principal. Yeah. Right. So, right. yeah, I've heard little stories that were, whoa, wow, Cause, she did cause that. How, how, how old was you like when, when she was like in a, like in a, like, like the days, when the my mother days. got incarcerated, I was turning seven years old. Wow. Yeah. Okay. My brothers turned. My brothers were all arrested and indicted when I was seven for the biggest money laundering case in California state history. My brother was uh, 19 years old. He was worth 100 million dollars already. Wow. He was worth. He was uh, Los Ochoa's prodigy. Rick knows Chiqui Blanco. Chiqui Blanco handled the Bay Area, Beverly Hills, a lot. They dealt with a lot of. Uh, I would say um, my brother Chico was the first Colombian to deal with the Afro-Americans on the East Coast. Wow. And my mother was the queen of queens, you know. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had so this we conversation. We was getting it from Griselda, goddammit. Yeah. In Jackson Heights, yeah. goddammit. Yeah. 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 Prices dropped crazy. And we knew something. We were like, who the hell is over there? Yeah. I kid you not. I mean, we used to go uptown and they used to, uh, you know, prices are so crazy. Even though your moms moved over there. It was, it was right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, um, all right, so uh, cause, uh, what made you do... The reality show. What is this? Is VH1's idea? <clears throat> well, you know, I've been in the business for a minute. When I met you, gentlemen, thank right. you to see you right. guys do what you've done. I congratulate right. you. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Ten appreciate years it. ago, you guys right. gave me my yeah. first interview. Yeah, Ever. We, 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 uh, uh, military Ever. crazy yeah. 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 So, what made you do the reality show? Because I started getting into the business back then. I would see if anywhere my partner Magic was in the music business. Yeah, what helped me get into the business? <clears throat> John Gotti, Bugsy Siegel. You know, they oh, did it right? right. Back then, I saw. We grew up on hip hop. We grew right. up on you, you know? Right. You know what? We grew up on some mob shit of right. these guys becoming metamorphosizing into these legal entities, Jay-Z, Damon Dash. Yeah. So when you grow up in that era and you see, damn, these boys talking about the dope that Ross sold. Right. These boys talking about my mom and Pablo, right. but they look like dope dealers. Damn, I live that lifestyle, yeah. Right. But they don't gotta worry about the Jack Boys, the criminals, the FBI, DA. Right. Damn, I wanna be just like Jay-Z. I wanna be like that guy. Right now, he, you see, you see what he talked about, Rick Ross, right? Yeah. Uh, um, you see how he felt. Yeah. Right now, there's actually Griselda Records. Oh, tons. Name it. No, there's an actual records yeah, yeah, yeah. label called Yeah, Griselda Records. Shady Griselda. Records. I heard about they, they, uh, it. Uh, uh, get Benny. What is it? Conway, Benny Blanco. Westside uh, West Gun. Benny the Butcher. Who is Conway? Right. I've heard that stuff. You heard how he feels. Yeah. Like I would okay, you knew me before. Yes. When I was a criminal and you knew me when I was about my shit. I would have took a different route. But I would have expected with this gentleman a legend. I'm not a legend, I'm claim to be, but I'm from the streets. So I would have loved and appreciated, yo, hey Mike, can I rap with you? Can I hang with you? Can can we politic about this? Yeah, can I get my bike? Now in his approach, his approach, he yeah. said he said he reached out, mm. he reached out, they spoke, yeah. and he said that he felt like the lines was was. How would you go about that? They sh he should have never had to reach out. They should have reached out to him. That's how you, you feel. Me? Yeah. Right. So yeah. me too. I respect that. Yeah. Respect I'm gonna keep it legit because that's what yeah, I do that's now. Real. Right. Right. I want. I, I mean, that's real talk. Yeah. I mean, if if, if honestly, if, I'm if somebody did something for me, man, if somebody did me a favor, yeah. if somebody did me a favor, I'm gonna reach out and and and, right. and pay him back. You know right. what I'm saying? As soon as I get a chance. You know, we 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 don't take. From the well and never put back, you know. Right. Otherwise, pretty soon the well gonna be dry. Mm. We gotta always put back. Right. 
Well, this could be the platform where they reach out to you and maybe right. you because, and Ross can you figure know it out as well. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. You know what I think? Me knowing, like, like both of you guys, I just feel like the communication. Are you knowing? Yeah, I know him. I know him. I don't, I don't yeah, know him well be. enough, but I know him enough to know that I don't think he meant hot malice. I think. I oh, think, no, 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 no. I think he got I never nervous. said that. Yeah. He, he loves me to death. Yeah, I think listen, he does. I think listen he to does. this here. I think no, he does. Yeah, listen to right. me. You tattoo a motherfucking name on your hands. Right. You right. love that motherfucker. Right, right, right. Right, right or wrong. I mean, if you look at his fist. Right. I saw him in the magazine. He was like this here. He had my name tattooed on his hand. Right. I said, man, this motherfucker in love with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't think he The only thing now. he probably mad about, he can't marry me. Right. <laughs> but he loved me. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. right. So, because you know what? I think that's how it starts. I think, you know what it is? So many black of us, we, we call ourselves Escobar, right? Or oh, we call ourselves Gotti, right? And then, or we call ourselves the Gambino family. And then we'll realize that the Gambino family don't even like black people, right? And, and like, you know what I'm saying? So so this is the first time, this is, given both of y'all brothers, this is the first time people from our culture is actually emulating, big, emulating our own culture. So that that's the one thing that's good about no, it. I respect that. That's the one thing that's good about I it. Respect At least that. he's praising a black, another black. No man. doubt. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one thing. Like no, no matter how, how you feel about it, it's like at least they're praising someone from our culture. Like Griselda no, it would be hip hop. Imitation she was alive is the, right is now. the she, best flavor. Little Kim would want Griselda in the video. Yeah, she was alive. Right that's real. Remember when she said leaving the federal building, the black widow call me Miss White. Come on. And I heard that. I'm like yo. Like so. I love that. So in defense of uh, but, a different, a different. No, 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 no. But I understand that. Yeah. And I don't have no problems with that. Right. But let, let's do something together. Yeah, I feel let's you. Let, if, if, if it's really, it, I feel you. And, and it really is that way. I feel you. I mean, if we're gonna keep it real, we can be like Donald Trump, mm -hmm. and everything is what it ain't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What he said is is what it is, and what it said ain't it ain't. Right. Me, 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 the outside looking in, I can tell that he he wanted to do the right thing, but I felt like he he got. He got railroaded. It's, like, it's just like this. It's just like this. You know what I did when I reached out to Noriega's fan? Cause I just did. I didn't it. even know you reached out. Yeah, to I actually family. did because I actually wanted him in the video. I'm throwing it in the rim. <laughs> like, <laughs> How are you gonna get him in the video? Oh, he's he's Remember, he was in fucking Kindle. He was in Kindle. Yeah, like, I was gonna get him. I was, video, gonna get, I was gonna get permission. I was trying everything I could do. We shot the the one video. Yeah, the one video. Oh, wait, they had him at the camp. They had him at the camp. So I swapped the idea. But my thing was let him know, like, yo, I'm not tarnishing your name. It was uh, Barum, and I, I never spelt it the same. You know, his his name is spelled N O R E I E A D E E E E I E. No, this is I E. I hear it's E. Mine's N O R E A D A. But yeah, so I wanted them to know, and I wanted you know, like whatever, like if I can help out, you know what I'm saying, something, like, because I wanted to know I'm not trying to tarnish your name, and in fact, I'm actually keeping your name alive. No doubt, and I and I recognize that. I recognize what he's done for my name, but at the same time. See, I wanted to exercise some power. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he could have allowed me to right. exercise that power quicker. Now, I'm finna exercise my power. They finna fill me in another couple months. Right. They finna know right. that this mind is the same mind that, right. that, that took $125, mm -hmm. and my partner had $125, and we built a $3 million every now and then empire, but a million dollars every single day. Right. Real I'm getting ready to implement that again. Real shit. But he could have escalated that. I could have been doing that six years ago. In, in a perfect world, what, 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 what would you, 
in a perfect world, right? You came home. He you gave know. me a job. Say, come on, man. We're going to go talk to your P.O. I'm going to tell your P.O. that you're going to be working with me. That I'm legit. I ain't got no criminal record. That's real. Because, you know, he didn't have no criminal record. I interviewed him <laughs> for the lawsuit. I interviewed him downtown. And, oh. and they say, oh, uh, you ever been to jail? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, what did you go to jail for? Uh, a marijuana one time. So he had a clean record. My P.O. would have let me run with him. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It, it wouldn't have been like, oh, we don't want you hanging with them. But it, now, now, just be a devil advocate. What if he was like, what if the position that he could have offered you was something that he would have thought was beneath Yeah, he maybe thought it was. I didn't have no position that was beneath me. You know what I told myself when I was getting out? True, but listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Let me just, let me just, let me just Go cut ahead. you off. Being Go ahead, advocate, I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to break some games. Because you know why? You know why? This is why a lot of people are sometimes be scared to do something for the street guy because they don't want to offer him a position where you're kind of like a soldier like when, you were, when you were a right. boss. And then, so yeah. lot, that's why a lot of street guys can't convert is because the person that's trying to put them on Knows that or feels that these guys are more of a wolf than them. But they put him in a position. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to stop you. Okay, please, please stop me. You don't, you don't get your research on me. Yes. You know how I carry it. Yeah, but what if he did? But he was supposed to know me. He had studied me, uh, Nor. I, I respect that. He had studied me. All right. He he used my my sayings in 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 music, so yeah. he knew who I was. Yeah, but 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 in all due respect, you could have still been a killer. <laughs> like, you could have still been a killer. He, just, he, no, like, he had researched me. But the difference he, between no, he had researched me. He read yeah. my cases. He read my cases. He read all the articles. Yeah, he watched all the all the documentaries. Right. So he knew about me before everybody else did. No, I agree. I agree. But what if what if you know a person who's not used to dealing with a person of that caliber is he just made the wrong move? Well, we know he we know he had never dealt with street dudes. Right. You know, I know I know he had credit cards in high school. Right. A lot of people right. don't know that. You know, most right. of us ain't never seen no credit. I seen. I just started getting credit cards two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. But he had credit cards in high school, right. so he definitely didn't know about the streets. Right. You know. Right. But he should have had enough sense to say, "I studied this dude. I know this dude's background. Right. I know that this dude ain't gonna extort me. Right. That this dude don't extort people. Right. He's not into extorting. Right. He's into making money." He's into making moves. Right. He's a thinker. Right. He's a shaker. He's a mover. Right. That's what he was supposed to see. No, I, and and I, for him not seeing that, he right. slipped on the game. I, I agree. I, but I guess I can off, I agree with you. Like just one million percent, just so you know. I agree. I agree that everybody uh, <coughs> should pay homage to the people that come before him, especially if you if you take any part of their life. If I take any, if if I start naming myself uh, fucking supreme, I should be calling. You know, to 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 rule. I should be calling the herb god. I should be making sure that I know that I took that part. I like the first person they ever met a supreme. You got to do that one million percent. But then certain people just don't know how to approach things like. No, that. I agree. And and I I, I I sincerely believe that if you guys were to have a, a yeah, little I, conversation, I, so too, I kid you not, because like like me, like yeah. he's a sensible guy. I'm just he's telling from the crib. He's okay, from the crib. Well, let's say this. Yeah. You set that up. Definitely. I ain't got no problem. I would love to. I would love to. I ain't try. got no problem with. It. I don't need his money no yeah, more. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I got my own bread yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I would love to try. I'm, I'm cracking now. You know, you know I'm fixing the beef between Jay Z and Fat Joe. You know what I'm saying? Come on, let's make some money. We need to have another one with both y'all on. 
I'm a good, I'm a good squ- beef squash. But that, you know, but it ain't no beef, though. It ain't no beef. It's a misunderstanding. It ain't even a misunderstanding. Right. I mean, it just ain't nothing. Right. You know, we don't talk. I'm sure they can figure it out. Miami boys break bread. Just like just like just like just like um. Yeah. No I always imagine that when I heard Griselda um records and they and they lit right now. They lit. They fired. I've seen their videos. I've seen their lyrics. And they good. My homeboy went to the store. Shit. I'm not gonna lie. I just came from LA. I passed by. I thought automatically. No, 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 but what happens if that's what they think? You reach well, out to them and they okay. say, Well, we don't got no bread for you, but we got respect hey, for listen, you. Listen, man, listen. I'm what I'm not gonna tell you I'm filthy, filthy rich and ASDAC, but I'm comfortable. You know, right. and I work hard for my money. Right. I'm gonna keep it real. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker went broke because the federal government took every motherfucking dollar I had, so now I'm rebuilding my shit. Right. What we do and what my generation, my generation is after his generation. We right. learned it from watching him, we learned it from watching right. him, but we changing the game. Right. When you're dealing in a corporate status and you're here moving in a room full of vultures, but all these vultures have suits, you learn a lot. And what you learn is to be a corporate mind. I'm not gonna lean on them niggas. Why? You know I'm not gonna lean on them? Because I can't. Why? Because he taught us not to go back to jail, right? You know what extortion is? What I used to run my record label like. So I ain't doing that again. Like my dog said, I'm legit forever. So why would I even approach these gentlemen and talk to them the wrong way and risk anything? What happens if you was to reach out and you felt like it it was like like some type of Oh, I'm gonna be straight up with you. Quite blunt, I want some bread. Straight up and down the block. I'm would you try to would you try to like sue or something like no, that? No, not at, I, if I would. I mean, I can't. There's no grounds for it. So I've already well, asked that, that question. That, that, that's a real last name. That's a real name, right? Yeah. No, they have their LLC. They're completely legit. And kudos to them. Get your money. I have no hate for people no, that, getting that's money. That's true. You can have an LLC, but if yeah. that's your life, no, right? I own the power of attorney for myself and the okay. Blanco last name. But before my mother passed away, I owned her life attorney. So what happens if you want to make something called Gazelda? You have to. You well, have I mean, you can't challenge my estate. It's right. on my face, yeah, buddy. You can't right. challenge, can't challenge my estate. You know, that's that's Yo, real. Yo, listen, man. Right I'm gonna be honest. Both of you brothers, thank y'all for show, showing up because you know yeah. what the crazy shit is. Now, what happens is, you know, someone could someone could do the same thing to me. Someone could take Nori. But there's a, there's a line of respect like right now, though. You, you know, have to, I, you, a line you, of respect. You know, the, the first time you ever heard slime in in the music business, that was me. Yeah, and now you hear that. I, I didn't copyright that shit. I ain't feel no fucking re- reason to copyright that shit. We was using it as a joke, my boy. My boy, he was saying, yo, um, he gonna go to uh, get a, a, a Pepperdine sandwich. Yeah. So I said, Pepperdine? I said, that sounds like pepperoni. I don't want that shit. Nigga came back. It was a turkey and cheese. I said, nigga, I don't eat turkey. I don't eat pork. I said, boom, let me get a piece. He said, nigga, you slime. That's it. <laughs> That's how the fucking slime language is. All this shit, these niggas, they, they, they equivalent to blood language, and they're equivalent to this, this gang. Listen, That's bullshit. This shit was made up on the little lad 38th Street in Madison over a Pepperdine turkey and cheese sandwich, goddammit. You know what I mean? That's real shit. So I've been the, I've been the victim. They took jump off on me. They took haterade from me. These are all words I've made up. They didn't take my name, they didn't take my, but this is the same as action. So I feel you, brothers, my brother. Yo, Rick Ross, man, we've been trying to get the, get you here forever, man. You're a real legend. Damn, we've been you, trying to hit each other. Yes, 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 man. And, and, and you know what? You know, that, that's how that's how the Lord works. On your birthday, you got a chance to sit down with us and salute and have a couple. Salute. Man, yo, let me just tell you something, man. Yeah, you, 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 you
Salute our legends over here, man. And you are a pure certified legend. I love your story. I love the fact that so many people, let me just tell you about you. So many people would have folded and said, you know what? I'm going home. I'm going under under the cracks and not have told your story. So many people were scared to speak about the CIA. So many people were scared to speak about the Contras and all that. The fact that you're in the front line and just letting people know, look, this is my life, this is real, this ain't no, this ain't no motherfucking made up fucking story, this is real life. Real and it's, it's, that's, that's real shit, I salute you, I commend you, and I wanna say that, you know, everyone should salute you and commend you, man, because you've been through it, man. <laughs> That he introduced us years ago. RX brought me by your warehouse. Yeah, you know RX? Yeah, yeah. he's the one that brought me by your warehouse. Yeah, that's my little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember tennis balls from 1989. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it was everything. And you, you know, your mother's a legend. Um, you're soon to be legend. I love what you're doing on the Appreciate show. I'm watching these two or three episodes. Congrats on the show, man. Thank you. Respect. Uh huh. Huh? Tomorrow on Monday at 9 p.m. Tomorrow Monday at 9 p.m. Look at white people. Right there. Yo, give a piece of that company, too. Give a piece of that company. Give a piece of the company, man. So listen, man. I thank both of you brothers for, for coming through, man. You get a couple of drops. Drink chest. Motherfucker. Aguardiente al chino enrumbamos. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.